Oh yeah, perfect. All right, cool. Thank you, thank you. All right, so today, thank you, um, um, Dr. Max, for uh, being with us, and Leah um, is our virtual welcome desk host. Uh, so uh, this is sort of our uh, new uh, approach of uh, trying to virtually engage our students, right? So you know, we we know a lot of our students um, are uh, interested in learning more about American culture. And, uh, you know, a lot of the cultures, I don't know if you guys agree, uh, are, are, are really in the language. If you really start to love the language, if you really start to, you know, um, use the language and learn the language, then you'll, you, you'll get a lot of culture out of it. Um, and then, so that's why we're doing this uh, sort of like Zoom show or podcast. Um, it's really for, you know, us to engage in a conversation of, uh, you know, some uh, really cool um, idioms, um, uh, English expressions, uh, phrases, and all that. Uh, so it'll be fun, it'll be educational, and it'll be very, very uh, cultural as well. So thanks again for uh, um, being here, Max and Leah. So I guess the first thing, you know, my question is, um, when I was actually uh, trying to type in the title of this um, Zoom show podcast, right? I don't really know what to write down uh, because in my head, I'm like, okay, uh, should I put in phrases? Should I put in, you know, idioms? Should I put in, uh, you know, what, what should I describe what we're trying to, you know, talk about. So I guess that would be my first question, you know, from an ESL, uh, you know, or English perspective, uh, Dr. Max, what do you think? Uh, like, what's the differences between, you know, phrases, idioms, adages, and all that? Um, well, first of all, thank goodness I spent some time thinking about this before today, mm. because I actually asked my mother this very question. I said, you know, what do you think about with idiom? And, and mind you, I, I'm asking this of a, of a you know, teach, English teacher and professor of 45 years, this question. And she even had to pause for a minute about how to define idiom. So the, the problem with, with idiom is right off the bat, you're right, titling this and trying to find a title that explains what this is. Because then we start thinking, okay, an idiom, is it, is it a phrase? What kind of phrase is it? Who makes it up? those kinds of things. Um, so I'm not sure I'm exactly answering the question to what the best title is. Mm. Uh, maybe cool cultural phrases might be the, the first, the first. I love answer. it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> cool cultural phrases. I guess cool is, a, is an American idiomatic word. That's very American. Like the word dude, dude is very American. Um, <laughs> you know, that's cool and stuff, you know, Americans would, I think I'm dating myself. I think that's probably like a 1989 idiom that no one uses anymore. Um, but, you know, I guess just that, that point you're asking about, that you're making about explaining it. So I guess on one hand, you know, an idiom, cool cultural phrases that, uh, that are defined by a particular people in time, cool cultural phrases whose words you can't necessarily break down individually to find the meaning. You kind of have to just know the total meaning or the total reference point. So it can be a little bit tricky, right? Mm. <laughs> right, but I really like what you said there. Um, basically, like, you, you, you can't right away deduce what that whole phrase really means unless you 
know the little bit of the culture behind it or like how it came about right yeah, but yeah but, but when you know and when you try it out when you use it it's super cool right yeah exactly That's and i don't want I, and I, I don't want to hog the, the the talking the airspace here i want to let leah jump in and, and you jump in more but i guess one of the things that i realized today is so how do you get get access as a second language learner how how you how do you find acquisition of these phrases and one of the things I think could be breaking these into like clusters or kinds of categories or groups, the different faces of idiom. So like idioms that are related to literature, idioms that are related to, you know, different aspects of life, like music or just funny idioms, <laughs> like idioms that are just funny. Uh, like that's like another cluster. I don't know what you guys think about that, but like they're very different, right? Like they're very they're, they're kind of random. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. so like sometimes, um, like in serious literature, um, you know, some really good writer can be, um, you know, inventing or like connecting a couple of words and then making a really cool, um, yeah. phrase or idiom out. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, it could be like some teenager, um, right. Right. <laughs> doing it online and then oh everybody's like that, that that's a good uh, you know play around mm -hmm. words right yeah 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 absolutely yeah so leah what do you think like from um you know from, from your experience with uh english and all that um um you know what, what, what's your take on phrases uh idioms and all that uh, i think they help us like express uh, what we want to express in the shortest way possible, mm -hmm. you know? If at all I, I wanted to express something, I would have written it in a sentence. But now if I use an idiom or a phrase, it really speaks uh, so much in the few words possible. Mm -hmm. And I like the way uh, Max puts it like, uh, we just need to know which phrase to mm -hmm. use. Mm -hmm. and where and how yeah mm -hmm. because there are those that we can just use when like we are making or we are just having stories that as young people together yeah that just that are just so relevant to the group of young people together and are those that are just so relevant when we are writing our papers yeah mm -hmm. we can't have like all of them included in when we are doing our research paper and maybe i'll just really love to know more Max, if now you can just just help us understand that on uh, in a better way, yeah. Mm. Like some of the phrases or some of the idioms. Probably uh, you giving us some of the examples on how we can use it. And and sometimes also uh, when we talk about the slang, yeah. yes, slang language. Probably yeah. we might be using some that are just in a slang. Mm meaning yeah mm -hmm. that are not supposed to be used either in our academic writing yes yeah? or maybe they're just meant for us to use when we are having these normal conversations yes. yeah so probably you can help us also to understand from that perspective mm -hmm. oh gosh this is this is this is so exciting to me i, I could do 10 podcasts uh on this this is this is one of the most exciting things like I everybody who, who has me had me as an instructor knows that once I start talking about words I start getting unnecessarily happy 
That's um, great. That's but, what we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think the point that Leah Leah just made is so crucial because when you like like if you just ask the simple sub question here of how does an international student learn American uh, American idiom better or slang? Well, the problem that immediately arises is that because America is such a pluralistic and diverse and varied culture with so many ethnicities and so many backgrounds, there are so many like valences or waves or kinds of slang and mm -hmm. so many kinds of idioms. So then you start getting into like, well, which ones are the coolest or which ones do we really use or which ones can I use? Which ones should I never use in like academic writing? Like which ones should not go in a paper, right? Like right. I think those are all of like the like really good questions. Like I was even thinking that some some of these idioms, like uh, you know, it's raining cats and dogs, for example. Mm -hmm. Right, right. We don't real. That's not used. I mean that that if somebody even my age around forty said it's raining cats and dogs. Uh, people might like laugh a little bit because <laughs> it's it's outdated it's not it's not and so it's not like that's not an idiom that I would tell a 20 year old into student to go around Drew campus saying wow look how hard it's raining it's raining cats and dogs I, I mean that's sort of like an expression that was probably I'm guessing probably emerged in the 30s 40s maybe 50s in the u.s so it's kind of a dated idiom right right um, yeah that, that that's actually really funny that you brought it up because uh running cats and dogs is actually one of my favorite phrases from uh uh hmm. my english class back in elementary school so we were using so that's what that's like 20 years ago or something right that, that's 20, 20 20 some years ago um I was in elementary school and then uh, so I went to a, a you know, like English um, specialized uh, school. So we were using American textbook, right? And, and, and then, uh, you know, running cats and dogs is one of the, you know, cool um, phrases because it's like, oh, you know, I can literally see. <laughs> yes. Outside the window, it's like all the, the little animals <laughs> falling down. Um, right. <laughs> But yeah, I remember having the same reaction to that when I was in elementary school and thinking how funny that was and how cool that was, that phrase. But like, it's sort of one of those things that younger kids or an older generation, you'd hear more, right? And so you sort of, you wouldn't hear it as much from like the twin, like the young 20s or teens crowd, right? Um, right, right, right. Yeah. So but, that, yeah, right. That reminds me of the same thing. Like, for example, um, I think, you know, if people, especially like those people who like um, watching older um, movies, um, like some, some retro movies, uh, vintage movies, then, um, you know, they'll hear the phrase like, it swells a lot, right? Like swell, but, but, but you don't use swell anymore. You use awesome instead, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe like in, in, in I don't know, uh, maybe teenagers these days don't, don't think awesome is cool anymore. They might have like some some other things that we just don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So 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 I guess you know you 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 brought up a really good point. Um, you know all these cool cultural phrases because co culture is so fluid. Uh, you know it constantly flows. So so does the you know cool phrases, right? And then so 
uh, there, there's always this evolution of what becomes outdated and then what becomes the new cool the coolness, the new fashion. Uh, and then it really depends on like the time, the group that you're talking about. Uh, so like different professions might have different, um, you know, uh, uh, adaptations, uh, uh, adoptions of, um, uh, you know, certain slangs or phrases uh, or idioms that, that they would use more than some other uh, professions, right, even. Yeah. Um, and then the cultural groups, you know, uh, definitely that, 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 that'll be, you know, uh, another factor too. So, so um, I think probably, you know, I don't know if you, you guys would agree. Um, so for English learners, uh, if you want to, you know, constantly learn and apply, you know, the cool uh, phrases, um, that the, the big thing is you need to know, okay, uh, where you are and then, what group you're with uh, and then like in, in what group you're trying to apply these uh, phrases right and then so because that group would be the the sort of community to define what is the cool cultural phrases being used within that group yeah right yeah a cool point. yeah very exciting so so, 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 oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying the context you're in, yeah. Right, right, right. yeah, exactly, the context, absolutely, yes. So then I think, um, so since we, you know, so today it's just an introduction, um, mm -hmm. so, uh, and then we, we talked a lot about, like, why we wanted to do it and, uh, you know, the, the background of uh, um, the topic. Uh, so, you know, we only have five minutes left, so let's jump into you know, uh, talking about one um, idiom or phrase or any, uh, any phrase that, um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we think is very cool. Um, so Leah, do you want to contribute today's? Uh, okay, I'm not prepared with any idiom <laughs> or phrase. Probably uh, Mark can give us one that he thinks probably it's very cool and it's very great for probably for us to use or for students to use. Right, or, or, or like anything that you feel funny or like favorite, uh, like what's your favorite phrase? Uh, okay, um, just this one to like, just to tell out, uh, like yesterday when we were having a, a class and then uh, one of us used the word jumper. Yeah, so the word jumper, uh, especially for us, like me, who went to a school where we learned British English, it means probably a warm kind of like a sweater or a trench coat or something like that. But then I realized in American culture, jumper doesn't mean a trench coat or a warm like sweater that you put on. Yeah, uh, it has like a different meaning. Yeah, and so when I asked, like, okay, so what is the meaning? I realized that it means um, maybe a costume, uh, either a kind of a skirt or a dress, a costume so that especially the children or the girls wear when they're having these 
either musical festival or something like that. So it's such a word like mean different in the American culture. Mm. Yeah. And probably if I walk down along the street and I'm like, hey, I tell a friend, hey, I love your jumper. I'm very sure that person will look at me like, Leah, what do you mean? Right. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I said I, I like your jumper. So such words. So probably learning them. And as you say, in the American context, it might be different. So it's so interesting to know and to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Like uh, just in terms of just a specific word, right? Like a specific word, like a jumper. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess people would just say, you know, nice sweater or something, right? They would just say, or actually, let's say it the American way. Cool sweater, man. Cool sweater. Cool sweater. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, you know, and, and it's funny, I'll, I'll, you know, Max, you mentioned the thing about cool and are awesome. You said awesome. And, uh, what was the other word you said? You said awesome and um, swell. Well, yes, yes. Uh, so actually, one of the activities I've done occasionally at various points in my teaching is I'll make like a list or arc on the board of all the different uh, derivations of the word cool mm. uh, throughout time. Uh, you know, awesome. You know, I, I sometimes joke with the students and say, yeah, you know, the, the old British poets in the old days, they would say the word sublime, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like cool, awesome, sublime. Now swell is a much chiller word, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. but, right? Like so, like what would people say today if they were describing Leah's jumper or sweater? Right? They might say cool sweater or you know nice sweater if it, they're just being kind of tame. Or maybe they'd even say like you know these younger group might say something like oh your sweater is lit or ah your, your sweater yes. is fire. That sweater is fire. Um, and it's uh, funny, when, I, when I say these things to my students and make fun of myself about how weird I sound saying these phrases, um, they look at me sometimes like, like I may be saying something that's already out of fashion. So I never know if, this, if the idiom or slang I'm using is actually cool or not. But right, it's, right, right. I've heard, right. I've heard fire a lot, right? So that seems to be a cool, cool word amongst the Drew students. Right, that's actually really cool. So I, I think that you, you just gave me a really good idea. So, um, so, so, so for this, uh, you know, podcast slash Zoom show, um, what we should definitely do is also like just invite some uh, American students at Drew to just, you know, participate and then we'll run down a list of, uh, you know, what we think might be cool, but they think is totally outdated. <laughs> and then don't be the judge. Uh-huh. And then we'll see how, how accurate we are understanding the, the current young generation. Um, that would be really fun. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, so I think we're at time today. Um, but I think, you know, th- this is an amazing talk. Thank you, Dr. Max and Leah, um, uh, for, 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 for the conversation. And then we'll continue uh, to invite you guys back uh, next time. Uh, so every Wednesday we'll do uh, 30 minutes uh, of this and then you know again we'll talk about cool f- cultural phrases and uh, we can learn some uh, you know language and culture so uh, until next time thank you guys all thank you thank you